0: Hey, church, we just heard an incredible message that we believe is for you. So get ready to be encouraged, to be strengthened. This will change your life. We love you so much. Well, hello to every amazing leader uh, that is listening to this. So thankful for you. Just so you know, we just prayed for you, asking for God to do amazing things in your heart and in your life so everyone in in Antigua and here and in Dallas and anywhere else you may be, uh, we are in your corner 1,000% trusting for God to really, I mean, I just want him to grab a hold of us like he's never grabbed a hold of us before and use our lives for his glory. And may we all die empty having done everything he asked for us to do. Every business, every book, every person that we're supposed to reach, touch, let us reach every single one. Uh, but today, ask the mama of the house to share with us what it means to be on the team. Amazing Pastor Onika, who's the most beautiful woman on the planet and incredibly articulate, compassionate, encouraging, smart. I mean, I can go on and on and on, but honey, why don't you go ahead and share with us what God put on your heart.
1: Awesome. Hey everybody. Love you all so much and love everyone listening. So excited about what God is doing in this house and in all of our hearts. The scripture that's an oldie but a goodie but that is you have been called for such a time as this and I really believe that as a church we are all living in the such a time as this. And so Earl has been in this series it has just been wrecking me telling us all what it means to be on the team. And so I'm just going to continue that series, and I just encourage all of us to keep that in front of us, to continue to listen to those um, messages that he shared over the last couple of weeks, because you forget. And we all need reminders. And so go back, get on the podcast and all the places that that teaching lives, because I don't know where it lives, but I know it lives somewhere. And um, where does it live? Where does that? Email and podcast. podcast. So look in your email, check podcast, and keep staying fresh. It's called Leadership Talks, so stay fresh. Well, we were visiting with someone earlier this week, and I felt like God just put in a nutshell on to me from my heart, what does it mean to be on the team? Because I was just talking, and it just poured out of my heart, and so I thought I should share it all with you, and as I was talking, Earl took notes of what I said, and so I'm so grateful because now I get to share it with all of you. And so if you want to know what it means to be on the team, I'm going to take us through some scripture, but I want you to write down these words because I won't be able to cover it all today, but I'm hoping you catch the spirit of what I'm saying. But at what it means to be on the team, this is what you need. When you think of any like successful sports team, there's qualifications, there's tryouts, there's scouting, there's training. There's not just anybody on popular, strong, amazing sports teams. There's criteria. And so there's criteria to be on the serve team here at the church because anyone can start this journey with us, but in order to stay on the journey, there's some qualities that you have to have. Just like certain people start off on athletic teams and they're stars and they're crushing it and we wear their jerseys and we know their names, but then they get off and they're not on the team anymore. And so there's some, and don't you look back and think, I wish someone would have told them not to do X, Y, and Z, because they had so much potential and so much talent. And why does no one even want to wear their jersey anymore? But there was probably not anyone in their lives saying, hey, I'm going to be your big brother. I'm going to be your big sister because I want you in this for the long haul. And so there are some things that will never stop as a church and as a team and some important qualifications that we all need. And these are, the, here they are right now. Humility. We're always going to stay humble. Teachable. Ask yourself, anytime you find yourself getting off and getting funky or just off track or second-guessing something, ask yourself first, where's my humility? How am I doing on humility? Second, ask yourself, am I being teachable right now? Or am I being a know-it-all? Do I know what's better? Do I know what's best? Am I staying teachable even when I'm good at what I do? because that is something that I've watched Earl our pastor and my husband he is always teachable. And he's not just teachable to people who have gone before us. He's teachable to people who have churches of 200. He's like, tell me about your setup and tear down. Tell me about your, he doesn't ever walk into an environment like he's arrived or that he's the, um, he's the official. Even if there's been some great things that have happened in our house, I watch him with people who are just starting out. And he interviews them. And so we have to follow the lead of our leader. And he he is humble as humble can be. He's also teachable also something that's very important is submission the bible talks so much about it and i think in this culture in this world that we live in sometimes submission takes a back seat and sometimes people think well i'm strong and i know what i want and i but if you're not submitted under your leader you just grow weird you get weird you start talking weird you start looking weird but you don't know it but people who have a conversation with you're like something's off ask yourself am i submitting to my leader And then the last thing is purity, keeping your heart pure, keeping it clean because it all starts with the heart. And when we let stuff stay built up in our heart, then it flows out of us into every single thing we do. And our hearts are going to get jacked up because we're human. Our feelings are going to get hurt. We are going to get frustrated. It's normal. It's part of being on a team. But what are you doing with your heart? How are you stewarding your heart? How are you caring for your heart? How are you cleaning out your heart and keeping short accounts so that you can be in this thing for the long haul? Because this thing is generational. And so, I'm going to read some scriptures because what better person to teach us how to stay humble, how to stay teachable, how to submit, and how to stay pure with Jesus. And so, we're following his lead. And it says here in Philippians 1 um, through 11, chapter 2, is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ, any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Are you teachable? are you humble? Are you staying pure? Are you submitting? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and one purpose, which is what we're doing, which is bringing heaven to earth. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Don't look out only for your own interests or your own team or your own area But take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Here we go. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Verse 7. Y'all, it's so easy to think, this church is growing. My team is growing. I'm getting all these accolades. I'm doing all these great things. I'm crushing it. But Jesus is the one who could have been the most proud of himself. But even he said, verse 7, instead... He gave up his divine privileges. This is what it means to be on this team no matter how good you are at what you do. He gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being when he appeared in human form. It goes on, verse 9. Therefore God elevated him to a place of the highest honor and gave him the name of, of every name. Here's the deal. Another translation says, but he emptied himself. That's what it means to be on this team is are you willing to empty yourself? Because that's what Jesus did and so much God has given us so much favor. He's given us so much grace. He's given us so many amazing people, but we have to stay humble. It's so easy to think that you're so amazing. But the thing is, he's so amazing. It has nothing to do with you. We show up. He's so gracious and good and kind to speak to us, to speak through us. He's so gracious and kind to give us the talents and the abilities that we have. But we have to equip every single new person. We have to remind each other that we have to stay humble. It's easy at first to think, oh, yeah, I'm going to be humble. But practice being humble when everybody's telling you how great you are. But the way you stay humble is what Jesus did. In John 13, before he went to the cross, it says after he washed the disciples' feet. He got down from the table, and he washed the disciples' feet. And said, Do you understand what I'm doing? That's what we do on the serve team each and every week is wash other people's feet. Jesus literally, even though he's strong, even though he's the king of kings and the lord of lords, even though he defeated death, hell, and the grave, he could have been like, I'm staying at this table. I earned a place at this table. Don't you know what I'm about to do for you? Don't you know all the people that I healed? Don't you know all the parables that I spoke? Don't you know all the captives that I set free? Put my meal in front of me and serve me. That is not who we are as a church. That is not who our pastor is. That is not who we are. We are not entitled. We don't have a right to anything. He is the one who has every single right. And what did he do? He didn't say go around the room and tell me how great I am. He didn't say, tell me all your favorite miracles that I did. Tell me all the wins that I had in the lobby. Tell me all the wins that I had in the parking lot. Tell me all the people that I prayed with and broke chains off. Do you know what he said? He took off his robe. He took off his garment. He was vulnerable. He was practically naked. He kneeled down and bent on the floor and washed their feet. So may we never get it never gets old washing people's feet. If our king did it, we should do it. We don't deserve anything. We don't deserve this building. We don't deserve the people that come here. We don't deserve the grace, the favor, the fame, the accolades, the attention. He deserves it. And so when you find yourself saying, Why didn't I get picked? And why didn't they have me do that? And why not me? It's not about you. It's about him. So let's continue this revival that's taking place because we don't don't want to snuff it out it gets snuffed out in churches all the time when people forget who it's about we're not professional we are servants of the most high we're going to follow his lead we're going to stay humble we're going to stay pure we're going to stay teachable we're going to submit to our leaders and trust God and here's the thing nobody's perfect we're not perfect none of us are So don't judge someone's motive and heart because there's always a backstory. That's where you have to stay humble. That's where you have to stay teachable and follow the lead of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who humbled himself. And he didn't say, well, I'm entitled, so I'm not going to wash your feet. I'm entitled, so give me all these privileges. It's all a gift. Keep your hearts tender. Keep them broken. I just want you to know that's where Earl and I live. I think sometimes... I just need you to know the story behind the story. And the story behind the story of this church is we will always wash people's feet. The story behind the story is I watch Earl on sa- Saturdays come here. Walk the building and praying when nobody's here. The story behind the story is I watch Earl pick up people's luggage at airports. The story behind the story is I watch him on Sunday mornings pull up, check the perimeter for trash in his clothes, pull over, pick up trash, put it in the dumpster. When there's a delivery that's left out front, I see him on Sundays and all throughout the week picking up that delivery. The story behind the story is we are always going to wash people's feet. There's no um, place that we're trying to reach where you stop washing people's feet. That's not the goal here. The goal here is not for anybody to know our name. The goal here is not to be famous. The goal here is not to go places and go, look at all the people that know me. Because here's the deal. People will know you because you say you're a part of this church. That's what the grace that the God is giving us. But it's so important for you to realize that there's a cost. Are your nails dirty? Are you washing people's feet? Because don't use the name if you don't want to pay the price that it costs to have this name. If you want the jersey, if you want the bomber, if you want the embroidery be willing to get dirty be willing to wash people's feet and say god here i am pick me not by power not by might but by my spirit says the lord i love y'all i'm so excited about this journey let's keep washing feet love you
0: We hope you enjoyed today's podcast, Church. If you gave your life to Jesus today, we'd love to know you, meet you, and hear your story. So be sure to email your information to info at shorelinecity.church so we can get you the tools you need to grow in Christ and impact this world. Love you, Church.